サードコーストベースラジオラディオスサヒルサリスベース第三海岸第一收音機リーチラジオバスギターレバシシルバスラジオカテオ
saying thank you for listening to Third Coast Space Radio. It's been a great year. 2020 also going to be a great year if we don't get blown up. Um, I'm going to start off by saying thank you to everyone who's been supporting Third Coast Space Radio. Brashad and myself have been working really hard to get quality music out to you guys. Um, it's important to both of us. Uh, sorry if there's ever any delay in an episode. Uh, Brashad and myself, we both have our own personal projects that we're working on alongside of Third Coast Space Radio. Um, if there's ever any feedback or anything you would want us to improve on, let us know. Um, at this point, you could probably tell that I'm stalling. I'll go ahead and get right into it. Uh, my name is Kid Luna. Uh, I say I'm a lot. Anytime I get to record myself, that's why I don't do it that often <laughs> or interviews. I'm working on that. At this moment in time, I reside in Dallas, Texas. I believe I met Brashad at the Nines with Tony one night I went. I didn't know anybody here. Um, I'm not going to get into that story. Long story short, we became friends and we have this podcast, which you know of Third Coast Base. Yeah, for anyone that's wondering, uh, my real name is Corey. I've always been into uh, music, all types of music, man. Um, I don't really have a set preference. You know, if I like this song, I like it. My mindset for a doll is always kind of different every time. Uh, it's more of a feeling that's usually the same. A lot of times I don't know what I want to create uh, when I open my doll. Um, I feel when I go into it, looking at it, not knowing what I want to create, I usually have the, the best outcome because I'm being more myself or worried about some restrictions or anything like that, or even just thinking too much. Um, it's kind of 50-50. Uh, sometimes I do know what I want to create, um, but it varies as long as I'm creating something is important, no matter if it's planned or it's just spontaneous. Uh, I see music just like how I see a lot of arts. Um, uh, I take it as like a clay molding. Uh, the image is always there, I just never know what it is until I slowly, slowly mold and scrape away and then it becomes clear. Uh, my go-to doll uh, is Machine. Um, I find that it has a balance of software and hardware in my opinion. Uh, I did use FL Studio when I first started, like back in 2010. It was only like a day or so, uh, complete garbage. Um, and I got uh, Ableton, um, bought a launch pad that went terribly wrong, but I also had bought my first controller, which pioneered um, my DJing. Um, I don't really believe that the doll makes the producer, uh, the camera, or the paintbrush, or the pencil doesn't make the artist. Uh, it's just a tool. I took a big liking to machine, uh, of course, from using like standalone drum machines and sequencers. Uh, to me, it's kind of the same. Now I just got the power of the computer uh, to do my bidding. When it comes to VSTs, uh, I don't really have any favorite favorites. I do like to use Massive from time to time. Uh, I use a lot of stock plugins or whatever machine has. 
um, kind of minimal on purchasing stuff like that. I kind of make do with what I have. It, it helps out with the creative process and it also lets me refine my knowledge on the tools that are already in place with the, the doll itself. I love to make music. Um, I feel it's exhilarating. Uh, I love the process. I can't really say the same about mixing and mastering or releasing. I find it stressful. Um, some people that influence me, um, Sophie, A.G. Cook, uh, Igloo Ghost, uh, Rusty, uh, a lot of them influence me musically. There's tons more. Uh, honestly, uh, I had met a guy in Guitar Center when I first moved to Dallas, and uh, I was telling him how much I liked um, some of their production and told him like I would probably never get to that level of production. Uh, I feel that I've <laughs> grown a lot as an artist, a producer, and now that I listen back to some of the music that I've made and haven't released, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, if there's any creative project that I've done, whether it's music, um, video, just graphics, or just anything in that sense, I've probably put more time and money into music. Um, and I enjoy it. Uh, don't expect anything from it. I mean, I didn't expect anything when I started or putting all the effort and time into it. Uh, honestly, I just really enjoy it. You know, talking to people about it and just like the overall feel. Uh, and I know there's like a shitty stigma on producers and stuff, but I mean, it's just something that I enjoy. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys that listen to the podcast enjoy um, Prashad and myself. Uh, I wouldn't say that like, I'm a super crazy big music head. Uh, I do get caught up making so much music now and not releasing it <laughs> that uh, I don't have some time to listen to other people. But now it's getting to where that's changing. Some of the best experiences that kind of brought me in musically, uh, other than my lovely girlfriend, it's just I've met a lot of friends through music, most of my friends since I've graduated um, high school. And if there is any advice I could give myself 10 years from now, it's 2020, uh, I would say just start sooner. As simple as that. And um, I'm not really in any position to give any advice. I'm still learning myself. Um, I'm still growing musically. The only thing I could say is if you're thinking about it, just do it. Don't waste too much time not doing it because procrastination <laughs> is basically like the nemesis to creativity. And again, everyone, I want to say thank you for tuning in to Third Coast Space Radio. Um, before I check out, um, a few plugs I have. You can find me on Twitter at your friend Luna, uh, Instagram, uh, Kid Luna, uh, Spotify, Apple Music is all uh, Kid Luna. Um, space or no space, I don't know which one it is, but I'm sure you'll know <laughs> when you hear it. Um, that's pretty much it. I think I'm tired of saying the word uh. Happy 2020 to everyone out there around the world in the cosmos. Um, stay positive. Stay creative. Peace.
talking at something? First step towards being sort of good at something. Having a girlfriend is hard. No, being crazy is hard. You're getting all hung up. All hung up on imaginary problems. You gotta focus on what's real, man. You see this cup? This is literally my favorite cup. Now it's gone forever.
<coughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy Metaphysic, aka Brashad Lewis, aka Brother Shad, aka Brother Lingan, or some other shit Deontay would call me. I don't know. Uh, it's Third Coast Base Radio. It's the season finale. Yo, thank you guys so much for fucking tuning in and for, you know, having patience for us when I made this move out to Colorado. Thank you guys so much for the fucking support. Oh, it's so crazy to see where this uh, this project went from. You know, it was a simple idea that a few people had in a room to some shit that went completely go- global, you know. Um, really thank you guys so much for the continued support for all this shit. Uh, we're right here in, you know, February 2020, winter. Spring's coming up next, so, you know, we're going to have our season premiere coming up. But let's just jump right into it. It's a little weird interviewing yourself. I wouldn't necessarily even call this an interview. I guess we can call this like some type of monologue or some shit. Just bear with me. (coughs) Sorry, some dank ass bud from Colorado. But um, yeah, so who is Brashad? So Brashad Lewis, I guess. That's my name, Brashad Saeed Lewis. Look me up. I think there's only one of me with that particular name in the American registry. Who knows? Name your baby after me. I don't give a fuck. But uh, yeah, I was born in Palmdale, California. Uh, Palmdale, California. You might not know where that is. Uh, a lot of people associate that with Afro Man, but it's literally kind of middle of fucking nowhere, suburban LA. I haven't been there in ages. I'm pretty sure it's more developed. Um, I did my childhood years in Vegas. I was raised there for a little bit. And then from there, I moved to Texas. That's where I did my formative years, did a lot of fucking up with people, a lot of crazy shit, partying it up. And now I uh, out to Colorado. It's fucking cold out here. Nature's pretty awesome, but it's fucking cold and dry. Inexpensive as fuck. 10 out of 10 don't recommend until the housing market busts out here. So fucking expensive for no reason. (laughs) Yeah, but as far as a musical background, so uh, I guess music has always kind of been in the background associated. You know, my grandma, mom, just my whole family listening to old school R&B. Uh, classic rock, even some psychedelic rock, shit like that. Uh, my grandma was super wild in her days. She actually went to Woodstock. Um, so I got I got a lot of my craziness from her. But as far as musical background, I think it started probably sometime in elementary school. I was pretty interested in playing some type of instrument. So when I moved to Texas, <clears throat> They tried to sign me up for the band program. And I think the first instrument that I chose was a flute, but uh, I realized that for some reason, the public school decided that it was okay to share instruments. I don't know, I was fucking germaphobe about that shit. So I was like, hell no. Um, So I actually didn't get to play an instrument that year. But then I moved to Duncanville, Texas, which is fucking ridiculous crazy ass suburb of Dallas, Texas, and 
this fucking while out there, but I was still in elementary school at the time. But uh, at that time, I picked up a trumpet. I uh, learned the trumpet pretty well. I was very fucking good at it. Don't pass me a trumpet now. I'm pretty sure I couldn't play that shit. Um, but that's probably what got me into music starting off. Um, stopped playing the trumpet for a little bit. <clears throat> Actually, fucking completely. Honestly, let's be real here. Uh, from there, um, in high school, I think I joined choir. It was my freshman and sophomore, maybe a little bit of my junior year, can't remember. Um, but that's where I got most of my knowledge. Well, not most of it, just a, a small smidgen of knowledge about music theory, being able to read music notes and shit like that, um, understanding chords and blah, blah, blah. I'm a little bit fucking pissed off because my teacher actually offered like music theory and advanced music theory courses. I really should have taken more, like way more attention to that shit back in high school. I kind of fucked off a lot in high school, but psychedelics and stimulants were a thing and who gives a shit, dude? I was making A's simply because whatever. That's completely irrelevant, but that is pretty much my musical background in high school. Um, from there, college was pretty, didn't have a lot. Uh, I was just experimenting in FL Studio and shit like that for a while. Not really making much. I think I was more so interested in DJing. Uh, dubstep had just exploded. <clears throat> I saw Tiesto for the first time in 2011. I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to be fucking making, not necessarily fucking trance music. That shit's tight, but... No one wants to listen to that shit all the time. Uh, but yeah, I just knew that I wanted to somehow be involved with uh, electronic music uh, completely, no matter what. And I do all types of shit in electronic music now besides produce and DJ. Uh, we can probably get into that a little bit later on. But yeah, I remember having a conversation with uh, fucking Mark on his porch and I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna go to, gonna go to school for audio something. And uh, I went to Full Sail University for audio engineering, got my fucking degree there. Um, <clears throat> learned a lot of different techniques about <coughs> audio, um, synthesis, fucking audio engineering, uh, mixing, mastering. <coughs> That's why my music today is like so varied, honestly. I have a bunch of different fucking styles just because they taught me a lot of experimentative techniques and a lot of, uh, I guess, classical techniques at all. Uh, I'd like to learn orchestration a little better and maybe com composition. That's probably something that I would like to get a lot better in. Um, but yeah, once I graduated from there, I just started doing as much as I possibly could. I picked up a Pioneer DDJ SX4, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, with a little controller, and I remember my first party was a, a DJ house party um, with my homegirl Rhonda in Houston after some crazy, it was after this crazy ass music festival. Um, but yeah, it was really dope. Me and Mark, we had a really good time there. Um, <clears throat> and then from there, it just evolved. You know, I kept pushing out music, different styles, different whatever the fuck. And here I am today, um, got my hands in a lot of a lot of baskets, uh, as you know, I'm metaphysic, but also um, I'm director of Colorado operations for Prime Night Culture, 
one of the largest, probably electronic music production companies out there in Texas today. Shout out Xander, shout out Emily, shout out Dube, shout out fucking everybody, y'all, love y'all. Um, but yeah, here we are, I'm out here in Colorado, just fucking making music, doing my shit. That's my background um, in a nutshell. Uh, but I guess we can get into the mix now. Um, the mix was a blend of some old shit that I made, some old lo-fi tracks that I made with a couple of people, um, <clears throat> plus a few unreleased tracks that I had um, that are coming out here in the next month or so, probably around springtime as well. I've been leaning more towards <clears throat> a future garagey, wavy soundscape lately. Ambient soundscapes have been really awesome. Shout out Omnisphere. Yeah, so typically right here is uh, where I would ask producers what their particular DAW of choice is. So let's just jump into that. Uh, I prefer Ableton. I think it's a fucking powerhouse. I think it can do just about every fucking thing that I need it to do. Um, its potential is just absolutely insane. Um, there's a couple of things I'm sure a lot of producers would say it should be able to offer, but whatever, there's always a workaround you can find. Um, now, whether or not the DAW makes the beat or, you know, a lot of producers, especially on this show, have called it, you know, a, a pretty much every DAW does the same thing. Um, and I think that's pretty true for the most part. Um, now, I think when it comes in terms of like, you know, CPU processing and shit like that, there's a couple of things about Ableton um, that pisses me off. Um, so I've been leaning more towards just integrating my hardware. I have a couple of synthesizers and some effect pedals with a SP404, just driving it um, for more effects. I've been doing that and multi-tracking a lot just so <clears throat> it's not so intensive on my CPU and I can have multiple tracks of shit um, before I freeze to audio. But I realistically believe that um, DAWs are different, you know? When Session View came out, it was pretty radical, I think, just being able to experiment, um, you know, in clips. Um, especially for live performance. And Pro Tools, I still think, has some very awesome mixing and mastering um, devices on it. But yeah, it's really more so just about practicing with what you have. I think that some people kind of overwhelm themselves by purchasing a shit ton of gear. Hell, I've been pretty I've, I'm guilty of that myself, and I've had to sell a lot of gear simply because I'm like, I'm not going to use this shit. Um, so sometimes, yeah, you do have to limit your creativity and just, you know, craft with what you have. Um, I think I've gotten my studio down to exactly what I needed for, being able to use my hardware to generate all types of crazy-ass sounds. Um, and using my digital audio workstation for mixing and mastering and just making shit polished, multi-tracking, things of that nature. It's really awesome just to see the evolution of fucking technology when it comes to music, though. 
Um, I am not in any shape or form an instrumentalist uh, or fucking, I can't pick up any type of instrument and play right now. But when it comes to writing some shit out on a piano roll, on a digital audio workstation and making that shit really sexy or creating an ambient pad on my hardware synth on my Moog and then fucking, you know, creating some weird ass noises with that and processing it, whatever. I'm really good at that. Um, so I'm really glad that technology has evolved in a way where I can create these fucking crazy ass tracks within the comfort of my own home. Um, so I think it definitely is up to the producer how whatever makes them, you know, most comfortable um, and whatever puts them in their element to be able to express their emotions through um, sound as a medium. Um, I guess I'll talk about a little bit of what I'm getting into right now. I know I have been quiet recently on social media on a lot of shit. I kind of just want to give up on social media besides maybe one or two applications just because it's so fucking draining on the psyche, honestly. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I will have an EP released here soon. Um, it's probably gonna be titled Catharsis EP. You listen to three of the tracks on this mix. Um, the Wavy and the Future Garage tracks. Like I said, that's kind of my soundscape that I'm leaning towards. Um, going forward, not necessarily to put myself in a box or a genre when it comes to albums or anything like that, but I'm just really feeling that right now and I kind of want to work with it and see where I evolve with that. Um, so yeah, Catharsis EP coming out, possibly um, spring. Uh, I think the season premiere of Third Coast Space Radio is going to premiere around that same time. I got that shit going in the mix um, pretty soon. I'm definitely going to look into throwing some shows with Prime out here in Colorado, making some shit happen. That's definitely a thing. Uh, only other thing I could think of is just fucking hanging out, you know, having fun. It's really all I got. Trying to figure out how I can quit my fucking job and make this a full-time job, so... Uh, if you guys could do a favor and like, listen, share, support, tell your friends about it, you know. Like I said, it's pretty astounding to see this go from, uh, you know, me just showcasing really badass locals and shout out to everyone who's been on the fucking show. You guys are so talented and the progress that you guys have been making since I've had any of you guys on the show has been, thank you guys. I'm really humbled by everything. So, yeah, like we've gone from just showcasing people in our neighborhood to global shit. Um, and that's really what I want to do. I just want to be able to showcase people's art. I want to have the freedom to have artistic expression around the world. That's my end game. Uh, I'm going to keep doing the shit that I'm doing now to get to that at some point. So if you guys could help me and lift me up so that I could just catch a plane ticket and play some music, that'd be badass. Um, as far as other projects, like I said, yeah, I have Catharsis EP 
Um, that entire EP was completely inspired by fucking Julie. Uh, best girlfriend in the world. I'm so fucking grateful for her. She's done so much for me. I don't deserve her. Uh, she's a fucking goddess. I love you so much, Julie. Um, but yeah, listen to the Catarsis EP coming out. It's gonna be really emotional. That's really all I got. If you guys are really interested, please follow me on everything. MySpace, Vampire Freaks, Zanga, all that stupid shit. You can find me at Metaphysic Raver on just about everything until I shut all that shit down. I'm probably just gonna have a Twitter and maybe an Instagram. Maybe not even that, who knows? Maybe just Twitter, but whatever. Uh, yeah, Metaphysic Raver, find me on that. Follow me on everything, share me. Uh, I fucking love you guys for everything that you've done. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to listen to Third Coast Space Radio, despite the delays, um, especially when I moved out here. I know we've been silent, uh, but season two hopefully is looking to be pretty stacked. So be on the lookout for that shit. I don't know what else to say at this point, so I'll just say blah, blah, blah. Later, motherfuckers. Peace.